0: they can't go on. Hi folks, I'm Alan Watts and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 18th of January 2013. And remember too, I always start off this broadcast by advising people that you bring me to you. So you can help me uh, tick by, tick along by... Getting the books and discs at cutting through the matrix. Dot Remember the books too uh, give you a good start into the chronology of the world, and it's all chronology. Uh, the system you live in is run by chronology, and you accept it because it's simply there. And you accept that all authorities are simply there because they're like gravity, and nothing is further from the truth. Even your governments are it's an idea. Government is an idea, remember, and. Um, Everything, of course, can fall apart, just like the Soviet Union fell apart when folk decided not to go along with it all, and that's how ideas just crumble in the end. So always remember that, that the world is run in chronology, and there are specialists who really specialize in the arts of chronology down through the ages. Some people, more than others, in fact, have very long histories of doing it, and they run the money system of, of countries and empires and so on. still happens today. So help yourself to these books. You can buy them from the States to Canada by using personal checks, remember, or international postal money orders to Canada. And you can also use send cash or use PayPal. And across the world, Western Union, MoneyGram, and PayPal. Remember, straight donations are awfully, awfully welcome. And the problem today is that uh, people don't know their history. They don't know it. And mind you, the history is vanishing down the memory hole all the time. And if you don't know uh, the, the whys and wherefores for battles and wars and all the rest of it, and who's behind it and who benefits from it, and what the big idea is, and they use the terms all the time down through history, the big idea. It's a, a people's big idea to take over the world and run it their way. And then you'll never understand really what's happening even today with most things at all. All you do is talk about the fallout of the big idea. And all the different departments of its tentacles across the planet, changing everything in society into the new society. Remember, they, they call this in academia the century of change, the, 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 the century of transition, they call it as well. Where the big boys themselves, who decided a long, long time ago, since they ran the world already financially, they could uh, simply run all the governments too, and they, they do. They run them all across the whole planet, including China. And they could also uh, run billions of people and work out the world in a scientific fashion where people would go along with it all, accept it all, be trained to accept authority to the extreme and uh, they would never rebel and and so on and so on. And also eventually they use sciences, intense sciences, very good sciences. That's why so much of your tax money has gone in to finding ways through neuroscience and behavioral science to uh, alter the way that you think, even to give you what you think about and how you think about things and especially how you feel about things. That's more important. It works awfully well. It's better than facts, in fact. So help yourself to these books, buy them, and help me take bio along and you'll really start to understand the big system and the history of it too. And I hear the music coming in, so we're back with more after this break. Hi folks, I'm back and we're cutting through the matrix and... Big, big changes are happening. Of course, it's in the air, isn't it? You feel it in the air, big changes. And those who have been following this for a long time uh, understand really the, the various things which are happening right now. Now is the time, as saying say. But now is the time is an old uh, statement I've made down through the ages for the revolution. This is the real revolutionist behind the revolutions, believe you me. And they do use revolutions. They foment them, pay for them, and they also take them over once people have won. And this is the next part of it. So so now is the time as another ter- term they use. And as a, other phrases have used down through history using similar phrases. So now is certainly the time. And they're going ahead with big, big, big changes. Uh, the bankers have ruled the world. They are ruling the world. They openly say so in uh, various articles that they've got the world under control now. And remember, too, the Royal Institute for International Affairs, which came out of the, the Milner Group, Lord Alfred Milner Group in London, who really was a German. And his compatriots, too, who formed uh, that group, joined with the Cecil Rhodes Lord Rothschild organization, and they became the Royal Institute for International Affairs. They were given a royal charter to exist. They're a private institution which runs all of pretty well the world's banking system in concert with their other brother, CFR, Council on Foreign Relations in New York. And they've taken over the entire world through their empire. That's why New York is called the Empire State, you know. And nobody one questions why. But anyway, this is the the big system they're going through. And the new society comes in at the same time, where we're all trained from birth to be very politically correct, indoctrinated with scientific socialist ideas. Uh, We don't question it at all. And it's very hard once you're past a a few years, from five to eight, to question it at all. You take everything uh, with uh, imperfect belief. Plus, too, you're actually given certain um, default positions. If you start to query something, something, simple questions, uh, and you set back to your default position, you feel guilty or bad or, or whatever it is that's been instilled in you if you ask certain questions. Your mind, you understand, has been taken from you, and it's getting better and better because of the arts of doing so are getting better and better. The indoctrination at school is imperative for your subsequent indoctrination to take from the media for, for the rest of your lives. And it's happened, and it's, it's been done very, very well. Now, people now have never to say, studied their histories. They've never studied radicalism, for instance, in America or Britain or anywhere else. They don't know who was behind it. They don't know where all the radical movements came from, who funded them, and so on. And what was even intended to do? Forget the individual radical uh, agendas. You put them collectively together because they're all run by the same head. And they wanted to destroy all of existing society. It was the same agenda as Marxism, and you have to really understand what Marxism, again, really understand it, what it was really all about, where it came from, what just preceded it, the guys who came into it and started it all up, and then took it over and run different countries across Europe. You've got to understand that, to understand anything, anything at all that's happening today. Now, it's so amazing to watch the U.S. go through the next part of the transformation, which is a real real push to try to disarm uh, the citizenry. And America, remember, you can't put into the context of other countries, like the British countries or the British empirical countries, or Commonwealth, as they like to call it. Milner gave it that term as well, Commonwealth. It sounded better than the dominions of Britain uh, or the empire. And America is a different one. It, it It was born out again of revolution, It's very debatable who started that, who funded that, and who was behind that too, mind you. But certainly it was taken over uh, in the 1800s and uh, and into the 1900s. And now it's completely taken over too by a cause, you might say, a cause. And people have no idea that actually happened. Most people get to, it's like the the, the movie Network, where the, the character, the main character, says says to all the audiences, it says, you know, you, you're the real people. We, we, the TV guys, are fictionists. As you, this TV gives you everything. You don't even read a book anymore. All your history comes from Hollywood. And it does. It comes from the screen. And what's left of history is going down the memory hole. And what hasn't gone down the memory hole is actually decried with nasty words if it's still out there. And you have to grab it and understand it before it does disappear, because it all will. And the U.S., as I said, that cannot be compared with other countries, has a a different history, a different uh, set of freedoms that they've always had compared to other countries. They had more rights for the citizens for a long time. It doesn't mean the cowboy life. That's that's another fiction of Hollywood because in the 1800s, the big boys that came in from Europe opened up factory towns and pretty well owned the peoples, the immigrants were moving in. They simply shuffled them into factory towns, and you had to buy at the factory shop. You were given tokens for money, and it all belonged to the boss. He owned the whole thing. They'd even bring you a preacher, depending on what religion you practiced, and try to make you feel at some kind of home. And a lot of America was like that, too. But at the same time, at least there were some things in violates in America to do with property rights and, and so on, which again have all gone by the wayside with property taxes and, and councils' authority simply because you give them authority by allowing them to do it. That's how authority takes over. And also too, the right to, it was keep. To keep, that means possess. And bear, that means to, to carry them with you, arms. Uh, was, was put into to the Bill of Rights because they knew that without that final one, uh, uh, that there was no First Amendment, which is freedom of speech. Freedom of speech always goes under those who take over an oppressive government. You see, They take it over, and freedom of speech always goes. That happened in every totalitarian society, and, and even with Lenin, some of the first laws that he put in there, it was to do with the certain things about freedom of speech and who, what you couldn't or who he couldn't talk about. And so you cannot have that unless you have a second amendment to back it up. So American, America was a revolutionary country, remember? And it's been used as a big whipping boy and the, the bulldozer for the new world order since it was handed over to Britain uh, from the Royal Institute of International Affairs to the Council of Foreign Relations to take over the cost of, of not just being the policeman of the world, but, and there's, there's only a reason for the policeman of the world, remember? The only reason for it is for economic reasons. To plunder the world for the big uh, corporations that run the country, and you've got to read to the poem written by Kipling as he stood in the Senate to the U.S. and he, he says, "We hand it over to you, the torch," and, and his poem. And uh, that was a big Masonic, a big Masonic um, uh, gesture as well. Especially if you look at the floor of the Senate. But anyway. You can't, as I say, put America in the category of other countries because other countries, especially the British Commonwealth, has been under royal rule. It still is. Every law assigned in, uh, to be enacted must be presented to the Queen to be enacted. Every British Commonwealth country, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, so on, have, have Lieutenant Governor, Generals and so on. Every province across Canada has a lieutenant. The big one is governor-general. The one is lieutenant-governor-general for the other provinces. And and they really represent the queen and the queen's rule. So royalty rules it. So the Britons never had a democracy as they think that they have. And democracy has always been used. Actually, you should read the articles of even Winston Churchill. Uh, in his early years when he talked about the strange idea of democracy and who was bringing it in it was quite interesting to read so anyway in the US there was supposed to be a, a republic because the founding fathers at least knew the histories of Europe and they always knew that standing armies too were always turned on their own people by those who either take, use a government or have taken it over that's standard all, in every country across the world and, um, and power never sleeps. Those who want power never ever sleeps. You understand? So, as I say, uh, the U.S. put up safeguards and called it Republic, and it's really treasonous to try and bring it in any other system. Uh, however, it's quite easy, as I say, when you get the right men in, and your front men, that is, like Woodrow Wilson, and the of course the Royal Church of International Affairs put him in, with the Council of Foreign Relations behind him, Mandel House, they put him in, they got uh, the Federal Reserve Act through and all the rest of it just in time for World War I because, you see, they had to be on board with Britain for World War I. They also needed an income tax to, to fund it all because it cost a lot of money from borrowing from these same bankers that, that made up their own of international affairs. They're all bankers. And you got to make sure you put the, the people down as the guarantors to pay for the loans. Quite simple stuff. See, the world is just to these people. We are. We are the business. All of us collectively are the business of the world. So the U.S. had the right to defend themselves too, and and many other things too, which they've all forgotten. Through repetition, indoctrination in schools, standard education systems, very important to to uh, create this kind of society that's going to be very obedient to authority. And that's been done awfully, awfully well over a few generations. It doesn't take long, with indoctrination, uh, some of it's slick, other, other of it's, it's more overt, like the 60s, when all the professors who were brought over from the communist countries under the guise, long before that they were brought over and the flies of fleeing uh, Germany, were given professorships across universities in the US and started teaching communism by any other name, you know. And in the 60s it broke out And that was the start of the takedown of America They got America into the Vietnam War That was to It was intentionally meant to get them bogged down In, in a, a, an unwinnable war It also helped to get Vietnam collectively all together As a country for the first time Because before that there were so many tribes fighting each other They needed an enemy that was very identifiable And so they gave them one And so that worked very, very well Uh, for for uniting that country into the system which they now call democratic too and so since then on it's been a a steady march for fulfilling all the planks of the Communist Manifesto and remember the, the big bankers funded communism back with more after this break Hi, folks. I am back cutting through the matrix and talking about chronology, the big system we live in, and the difference with the U.S. really. And the U.S. had a lot more rights, as I say, that have been taken away over many years. War is a great way to take them away uh, because under war you get a form of martial law coming down and people don't mind so much that the government has to temporarily suspend rights and so on. And then they put temporary income taxes in which remain permanent. They did that in every country that fought in World War II. But um, same thing happened again with 9-11, and then you've got to go into, again, uh, the project for the New American Century Group, and to find out what the neoconservatives actually were. What does it mean, a neoconservative? Who were they? And what did they believe in? What was their program? I'll put an article up tonight, if you can find it again, it gives you a rundown of the PNAC uh, thing that Bush was in, and... uh, Wolfowitz and all the rest of these guys, Richard Perl and so on, that signed, drafted it all up, got it started. And that really was a, a, a over in a sense, a real off for the New World Order. It was known in advance because even George Bush's daddy, when he was in, said the same thing. I see a New World Order coming into view and so on. So uh, they all knew that they were going for the next step. And then they put Obama in, of course, it simply fulfills and, and finishes it off. And America has been at war since about 1990, constantly, uh, for the first Gulf War to the present time hasn't finished. It won't finish for a while, even though they're broke. Uh, they'll still be going on to finish all a whole bunch of other countries off uh, and plunder the planet, not for themselves because because the people who fight wars and the people who fund them, the taxpayers get nothing out of it except the debts. The big corporations grab everything. For instance, tonight I'll put up an article up on Mali. On the incredible, I mean, it's the third largest gold producer in Africa. For just for one example, never mind all the other minerals they have there too. But um, here's an article too: how how much America's literally not been changed, but been reversed. See, the understanding of what America was has been reversed, completely reversed, because the other this other side, the ones who are bringing the so-called democratic, which is a form of communism, by the way, and, and even that's a front for something else. Uh, have actually been in power for quite some time, but it says this is from West Point, West Point, the big military academy, and it says here challenges from the sidelines, understanding America's violent far right, and it comes under the, an organisation there. It's called the Combating Terrorism Center at West Point. And it says here, in the last few years, especially since 2007, there's been a dramatic rise in the number of attacks and violent plots originating from individuals and groups who self-identify with the far right of American politics. Now the far right, wonder, if you get far right really means you've got hardly any government at all. That's really what it means. If you're really far right, you've got hardly any government at all. It says these incidents cause many to wonder whether these are isolated attacks, an increasing trend, part of increasing societal violence, or attributable to some other condition. To date, however, there's only there's been limited systematic documentation and analysis of incidents of American domestic violence. Now, that's a lie because they're way beyond that. They've been doing incredible studies on on uh, what was what was America, like I'm explaining here, for a long, long time, and. um, It says this study provides a conceptual foundation for understanding different far-right groups and then presents the empirical analysis of violent incidents to identify those perpetrating attacks and their associated trends. Through a comprehensive look at the data, this study addresses three core questions. What are the main current characteristics of the violence produced by the far-right? What type of far-right groups are more prone than others to engage in violence? How are characteristics of particular far-right groups correlated with their tendency to engage in violence? And then it says, What are the social and political factors associated with the level of far-right violence? Are there political or social conditions that foster or discourage violence? And this is important to note that this study concentrates on those individuals and groups who have actually per, uh, perpetuated violences, violence and is not a comprehensive analysis of the political causes with which some far-right extremists identify. While the ability to hold and appropriately articulate diverse political views is an American strength, extremists committing acts of violence in the name of those causes undermine the freedoms that they purport to espouse. But it's so amazing because, you understand, if you go back to the 70s and in 60s as well, you'll find the, the big organizations at that time in West Point and other places were looking at the far-left organizations that now are the spokespeople for different groups, the ones who come up with the smear words for certain peoples and so on. These ones are now in power, you understand. It's been completely reversed. And... Um, i also put up tonight uh, a PDF from their sites as they go through uh, the, the, their, their findings and so on. Now, I'm sure there's a lot more stuff that's more secretive than this is for public consumption, obviously. And um, it does go into their tactics to try and find out who's... Uh, and, and again, too, you have to find out what they define by violence. You understand even words now can be violent words. And if it, if it, Or inciting words, as they'll call it, too. And you have to understand where, where they're really going with all of it. And then it says there's three major ideological movements within the American violent far-right. A racist, and here they go, here's the target here, white supremacy movement. They're, they're putting all, black, all, all whites on this. there's not blacks behind this movement, or, or Chinese, by the way. As it's an, an anti-federalist movement and a fundamentalist movement. And I'll read some more of this when I get back from these messages. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. I'm back reading an article from West Point, and it says here that the racist movement, so right off the bat, it's a racist movement that they're wary of it says, comprised of white supremacy groups, such as the KKK neo-Nazi groups, groups such as the National Alliance, and skinhead groups such as the Hammer Skin Nation. Now, I can remember years ago in Britain, they showed a documentary on the different racist groups in America, and in one of the big cities, they showed you uh, a raid, a raid by uh, it was, it was uh, a local cops, I guess, their own intelligence unit on some uh, so-called neo-Nazi group, which sounds crazy as Americans waving you know, Nazi stuff around. It just doesn't make sense. It's like something out of Hollywood, which maybe it is in a sense. But they did raid this, this big hall. And out of, I think it was 200-odd people who were there that they had to let them all go except four people. Who'd wandered in for a free cup of coffee off the street. Because the rest of them all belonged to other intelligence agencies. It's intelligence agents like CIA ran these big groups. They look silly. And give you the impression of being silly. And crazy. And then they showed you the raid on another one and they're all the same. And the different, different agencies, there's so many agencies in the U.S., didn't know that other ones were involved. They didn't know that there was other members from other agencies uh, all participating in this. So everything, you really really think about everything that you see and you hear and so on. And it says here... And it says here that um, these groups comprising this movement are interested in preserving or restoring what they perceive as appropriate natural racial and cultural hierarchy by enforcing social and political control over non-Aryans, non-whites, such as African-Americans, Jews and various immigrant communities. Now, they don't touch on the fact that the world is right now uh, is using people from America to flatten other countries from Arab countries across the planet and they're Muslims as well. So again, you've got to always use logic here. Remember, philosophy must go along with logic and what's straight as a die must be straight as a die when you take it from one place and put the question in another place. If there's an inconsistency, there's something else going on here. You understand that? And, and you to ask, who is the dominant group in running America? Who is it? It says, Therefore their ideological foundations are based mainly on ideas of racism segregation, xenophobia and nativism as is Rejection of foreign norms and practices That was an acu- ac- accusation actually a lot of the incoming eastern European communists from the 1920s on into America Rejection of foreign norms uh, because they thought America was a foreign country and practices So it's certainly reversed everything you see today in line with the movement's ideology, the great majority of attacks perpetrated by the racist groups are aimed against individuals or groups affiliated with a specific minority ethnic camp or identifiable facilities such as mosques, synagogues or schools affiliated with minority communities. And then it goes on and on and on. It's quite uh, a long PDF, but I'll, it does go into the New World Order and people talking about the New World Order, so even your phrases that you use and so on. Even though I read articles out of the paper yesterday, and even from one of the French presidents from the 90s who said it quite openly, the New World Order. Uh, George Bush Senior used the New World Order, but if you use it, you're, you're oh, you probably suspect that guy, get their name down right away, watch them. And it says they also espouse strong convictions regarding the federal government, believing it to be a corrupt and tyrannical. Well, th- there's lots of folk believe that about the governments across the world today. You've got countries across Europe, all all run by technocracy, where the central banking system that runs Europe now, big private banks, as it was meant to be, Carol Quigley was a CFR historian, he talked about it in the Anglo-American establishment, how eventually they'd run all the countries by central banks, privately owned by the few people, same few people, and they'd all be under the umbrella, and they'd go under the Bank for International Settlements, which would they be the big guy in the end, at the end when it's all complete? And that's supposed to be announced just as recently, that the Bank for International Settlements, each time you hear it, it's giving it more and more power as it normalizes it into existence. And everyone in Europe is now getting, they're even getting their, their prime ministers appointed to them. I mean, they've really had that for years, they just didn't know it. And the money, Money and debt is running the world. And those who run the money and debt own the world and live at the highest level of, of living than anyone else. Those people do. It says finally to support civil activism, individual freedoms and self-government. And see, so there again, individual freedoms is, is a bad thing you have. And civil activism. And it says extremists in the anti-federal movements direct most of their violence against the federal government in its proxies and and its proxies in law enforcement. And it says lastly, the fundamentalist stream, which includes mainly Christian identity groups such as the Aryan Nations. Fuse religious fundamentalism with traditional white supremacy and racial tendencies, thus promoting ideas of nativism, exclusionism, and racial superiority and racial tendencies, thus promoting ideas uh, of racial superiority through a unique interpretation of religious texts that focuses on uh, division of humanity according to primordial attributes. Well, you could say that about these people from the religion that they took it from. Couldn't you? Where would that lead you? Hmm? It says more specifically, these groups uh, maintain a correct interpretation of the Holy Text reveal it's not, the, it's not the the people of Israel, but the Anglo-Saxons who are the chosen people and therefore assert their natural superior status. Now, this is tiring everyone, you see, with their brush. Now remember, they're all for Institute for International Affairs. They were started up by people who came into London to run the banking system, the paper and the newspapers, everything. And if they go through their history by their own historian, do it from their own historian, their own private history, they were the ones who brought in Cecil Rhodes and and put his foundation in that said they would use Britain and the Anglo-Saxon people to take over the world. You understand they use different countries when it suits them. And they said that they'd use the Anglo-Saxon people to take over the world under the British Empire. Then they would pass the torch to America. These are the same bankers that are running the world today. Now, the Anglo-Saxon bunch have served their purpose. They're in massive debts. There's hardly uh, Anglo-Saxons left, anyway, whoever that is. And their countries have been flooded with massive immigration in order to destroy the culture forever. So you have to understand who's behind all this and who who benefits who benefits? If you don't understand, you'll you understand nothing. You'll simply react emotively to to feelings. This is, moreover, the war between the forces of light and darkness, as portrayed in the Bible, will be or already has been manifested through a racial war between the white Anglo-Saxons and the various non-Anglo-Saxon ethnic groups. And then they go into all this rubbish as well. And it's fascinating, if you understand, that the big, big top bankers don't even see themselves even though the run in all these countries has even been white, did you know that? And what do they mean too? Uh, the war between the white and the dark forces. The suns. Remember Masons too. It means suns of light. All Masons go through this. All your guys at the top swear allegiance to this. The suns of light. They believe they are. And all those that the, the unsuspecting, ignorant people, the masses are in darkness. That's what your pyramids on the dollar bill represents. It's in a wasteland. Look at this, a wasteland at the bottom. That's you all. That's what it means. You understand? So you have to get into your real history to find out what's going on. And to remember that every group is being used by different people. Every group. And your thoughts are all given to you. Your emotions are given to you. The way you react to things is given to you as well. And if there's anything you don't like looking into because it makes you uncomfortable, you'll never understand. You have to go be uncomfortable to find out what's going on. And government, believe you me, is into everything. Uh, uh, so many areas, including all these so-called neo-Nazi groups and so on. What's neo-Nazi? What's neo-conservative, for instance? And the neoconservatives had the idea of, of getting, and they did, they funded all the top conservative Christian organizations in America to be on board with war, with war, and be all pro-Israel as well. on. I mean, what country would Jesus bomb next? Where do you see that in the Bible? But they, they may have an awfully good job. They threw millions of dollars at these big preachers, especially TV evangelists, to get them all on board with us. You understand what's going on. You have to do it to understand what's going on. It's not pleasant, but it's it's factual. You can get all the facts here if you still want it. And you have to suffer and and, and be uh, discomforted before you understand what's going on. But this is, as I say, this is the big, big change for America. And it's a time of change, time of transition. And all the term, the terms are throwing out there were planned 50, 60, 70 years ago. They came out with these terms then. This is when the age of this will come in, the age of that, the age of so... And now you're in this age now of transition, change, and the time is now. Now, also, as Obama goes for, for the gun plans and so on, it says that states are pulling the rug from under the Obama gun plans. And bills are exempt, exempting rifles, handguns, magazines from coming federal limits. And rallies have been scheduled to protest Barack Obama's gun agenda. Members of Congress are pondering the resistance. And American consumers are speaking daily with ever-new records for gun purchases. Now states are getting into action with several legislators already developing bills that would simply pull the rug from under the President's agenda by specifying that unconstitutional rules or regulations or executive orders won't be allowed. Representative Kendall uh, Croker of of Wyoming introduced HB 104, called the Firearms Protection Act, and spoke to the paper about it. It says, the new bill expands to any gun owned in Wyoming, and any gun regulation handed down that has to do with banning automatic rifles, banning magazines, or gun registration will not apply to any gun so long as they stay in Wyoming. So that's how some of the states are trying to get around it. Now, you can't classify all these people as white neo-Nazi supremacists. Understand, and and of course, as I say, America was born when they got over. They took that step forward. There's a, a step forward you take in any war or rebellion between the, the shouting war and the physical one. And in the U.S. took that a long time ago, and that, that's why uh, America, and different from other nations, have always had this 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 fanatical belief and having firearms in case government got overpowering. And government knows that too, because the government was taken over a long time ago. They'll say it's just due to natural evolution and change. No, it wasn't. It was a planned takedown. Very well planned indeed. With a good central head and uh, a massive supply of people to use and unlimited financing to change society. So there's more to this essay say, than, than uh, meets the eye. And definitely you'll never get this from the media, the regular media. So, as I say, they're trying to get around it from passing their own bills first. Now, across the world, again, since 9-11, when one country gets attacked, remember, and automatically every country across the so-called first world countries, all of Europe, bring in the same laws immediately, which tells you that long before 9-11, they'd all signed on to to the same laws and agreements, through treaties, etc., Long, long before it happened, because bureaucrats don't work very quickly, you know. And now people are living across the world, suddenly, as to be a perpetual, forever and ever and ever uh, surveillance state, wherever you live, all because of 9-11, supposedly. No, 9-11, as as the PNAC group, the Project for New American Century says, it says we need a Pearl Harbor event to get the people to go along with with. What they wanted. They wanted to take out these countries in the Middle East, you understand, in the 90s, all, that all the countries listed. But they couldn't get it done unless they could get an event happening, and it's a, a new Pearl Harbor. Boom, they got it. But not just America, every country had to go along at the same time. And everyone's under suspicion. Now, every single person that's got a functioning brain is under suspicion. Just for asking questions. This article here shows you, not, this is Nottingham University in, in England. Uh, film students suspected of extremism. And it's pretty a typical example of what's happening around the world. This is uh, Hicham uh, Yeza, the University of Nottingham member of staff, who was arrested for possessing terrorism-related material in 2008 and released without charge after six days. This is confidential documents relating to a major Islamist plot have revealed that security staff from a leading university have been filming students on campus as a method of monitoring potential extremists. More than 200 university documents, uh, along with material from the Mets Counter Terrorism command's Special Branch and the Crown Prosecution Service, detail the controversial techniques being deployed to monitor students. Since the documents published today on the web, so, uh, Unileaks follows the government's publication of its Prevent Strategy, which is aimed at targeting radicalization in universities, but has sparked concerns that it could fuel Islamophobia. So it's double-speak here. This is the, ch- the material charts the consequences of the May 2000 arrest by counter-terrorism officers of Nottingham student uh, Rizwan Sabir and of Hisham Yeza, who worked as staff sick members at the university's School of Modern Languages. Sabir had downloaded an al-Qaeda training manual as part of research for dissertation and had sought Yez's help in drafting a PhD proposal because of his position position as the editor of Ceasefire, a political magazine. Although campaigners say the manual was available in the university's own library and that versions are available from retailers uh, Blackwell's and Waterstones and Amazon. University officials elected the police. So, when, when, when you download something, and you better believe it's not just in the universities, when you're downloading anything, you're all getting put on lists. If you're, if you're just questioning something, you're querying anything, you want to know. So, the, the universities are doing it too, even though this, the thing, this, this, P, this PDF the guy downloaded was, they already had a copy in, in the library for the university. Now, when 9-11 happened too, and before 9-11 happens, People don't, they forget a, a form of an anti-terrorism bill was passed through when Bill Clinton was in. And at the same time it was passed in Canada, 98, 1998, by Alan Rock, a guy who was always appointed to positions, and once he put this omnibus crime bill through, which was actually an anti-terrorism bill, he went off to work at the United Nations. And everyone's asking, well, oh, what's this? Is an anti-terrorism bill? With extreme detainment and so on. So I understand, uh, and they also went into action at that that time in the 90s to find out, and they sent out word to to all libraries across Canada and the States to find out whole lists of what you've been reading. It's all in the newspapers at the time. But they've never stopped. And the internet's even better because you can see now what you're up to. Everyone's being watched. You've all got dossiers on you, massive ones. But as I say, even if you've got a copy of that in your library at the university and you download the PDF... Now you're on a list, and they crucify you pretty well. That's what happened to these guys. Back with more after this. Hi, folks, I am back cutting through the matrix, and it surely is a matrix, isn't it? And anyway, I'll put all these links up tonight at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. And it's worth reading the rest of the story on these guys who are being checked out at Nottingham University because professors from all over got in the act and said, You can't do this to these guys, they were just doing the research. And, and they got a lot of backing. But uh, at the same time, the, the, the government's uh, paranoia was increased as they put it all over the mainstream. Oh, an Islamic terrorist threat and so on. You understand this is what they do to justify why they're doing what they're doing, which is taking over the world uh, through anti-terrorism laws. That's what it is. And this article too is about, um, This one. You understand, you're trained. When they brought out the weather channel, it was quite easy to see from the start. When they said that, oh, one centimetre of snow is going to fall, it's going to be a massive storm. And people couldn't figure out what one centimetre meant. And it's, oh, you've got 10 centimeters, it's going to be, oh, you're going to be snowed in forever. And they kept hyping everything up. Every fall of rain was going to be a flood and so on. And that was training you long before they really pushed all the global warming and get you all ready that the weather's changing because it's all your fault. And now they've got them trained by giving complete fake weather reports out all the time. And unfortunately, see, they know too that most folk have no memory of little memory of previous weather. Weather's it's always been like this, it changes. Changes in the weather. It's even in songs, you know. Anyway, in the UK, it says snow. Supermarkets are left with empty shelves from panic buying. They've got people in panic now. And they say bread, milk and other essentials were all in short supply across southern Wales after the Met Office released a rare red warning predicting extreme weather now the Met Office in Britain and the universities involved in the global warming projects all were exposed with the WikiLeaks and all the rest of it for faking all the results and so it's a political social agenda for total control for, over everything that you do and eventually what you eat how much you can eat and, and, and everything else in a post- consumerist society where all your money will go to paying big sums to corporations and your government for the privilege of being alive you won't have extra cash to spend on other things that's what it's for so now they get people in a panic just by little predictions a red warning just like you know the same thing with the terrorism you got your orange and all now you're red warning you see and it's bogus it's bogus bogus also, this is no big thing, because the boys who decided to take out over your societies, destroy it all through the front group called communism, uh, said they'd destroy the family unit, and they'd really promote massive sexuality, promiscuity. And then people wouldn't bond for life, you see, and have families. And so it's another article about... about, It says vanilla sex is out and porn addiction is in. Disturbing survey reveals how porn is damaging our relationships. Well, that's what it was meant to do, folks. And if you look who started up the porn industry and where it comes out of, you'll understand what it's all about. Continuing, a continuing organization to destroy all that was to bring you all in the new, Understand. Or as they say, perfect that that was left, and perfect that, which means the world wasn't made for them initially, for them to dominate. So they're going to change all the world so they can dominate. It's here, folks. It's here. So, from Hamish and myself from Canada, Ontario, Ontario, Canada, let's go me a God of your God school with you.